In our COVID-19 status, as far as our recording, I'm recording here at my house, and my engineer is at his house, and my guest is at her house. And so I'm very excited to have uh, uh, this guest on tonight. I'm glad that she, I'm so excited that she accepted the invitation to be on Can I Go Speaks podcast. And um, she is an up-and-coming author, um, and I'm not going to give, give too much of her introduction away because I want her to introduce herself. But um, she is a, she is a um, a native of Corsicana, and um, she uh, lives out she lives now in the Metroplex area. So um, without further ado, I'm going to introduce Natalie Chade. Yay! <laughs> Hi, Miss Natalie. Thank you so much for being on Can I Go Speaks podcast. Um, can you want to introduce yourself to the listening audience? Okay, my name is Natalie Chade. That's my pen name. Um, um, like she said, I do live in the in, in the Dallas area. I'm from Corsicana. Um, my father is Nathaniel Carter, but everybody knew him as Natty. And my mother's name is Cheryl Carter. I'm married. We have a nine-year-old daughter, and I'm an author. All right. So, um, and you're also alumni, of course. Again, what year did you graduate? 2004. 2004. So she's a class of 2004. So let's give the class of 2004 a shout-out because they have an actual um, author in their in their class, and that's exciting because once you, when you hit the big time, they're gonna want to they're gonna want to know that hey, they got a, a, a famous author in their class. So um, I, I wanted to I wanted to invite you on the Can I Go Speaks podcast because um, I actually had um, a um, book signing for you a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and um, and I noticed that you know you you know I, I had saw where you were writing and you know you had a new novel coming out and then. Even on this week, you had another new novel uh, get released, and so um, just kind of looking at some of your bio, you've had how many novels have you written so far? It will be twenty when this one finally is released. It was supposed to be released on Monday, but uh, with everything going on with the pandemic, it's been uh, Amazon is having a hard time releasing books on time, and so it's yes. been postponed. But this one will be book twenty. Okay, so. What is the name of that that particular book? Love Me Deeper. It's a Love Me Deeper. Okay, Love Me Deeper, audience. So she has a new book coming out. As soon as Amazon Amazon releases her book, you guys will be able to buy it. But it's called um, Love Me Deep. Love Me. Love Deep. Me Deeper. Love Me Deeper. Okay, so uh, Natalie, so how did you? What what inspired you to write? How did you get into writing? And, and are these romance novels? I write in different genres. Some of them are romance. Some of them are women's fiction. Some of them are crime. I mean, it just depends. But how I got into writing, um, I always loved English. It was always my favorite subject. My grandmother um, and my granny, they both love to read, so I always grew up seeing them reading different books. And um, the first time I kind of made up an actual story that I actually wrote down was in high school. And then um, after that, I would make, I would write books for myself, but I would never publish them. And then finally, I wanted to just give it a try. So I self-published my first novel. It was called After January, but when I re-released it, I titled it uh, Cut from the, a different, I'm sorry, Cut from the Same Cause. So that's how I got into it. I just self-published because I wanted to kind of be in control of my own stuff. So, um, so was there any role models that you um, looked up to 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 get you into the writing flow? Was there anybody that you um, that really inspired you to, to to be a writer? There was 
nobody really that was close to me. I mean, I had favorite authors like Sister Soldier, Wahida Clark, things like that. But when I actually got into the writing industry, that was one of the things that kind of scared me was that I didn't have anybody who I could call and say, okay, how do I do this? Um, so I really had to figure everything out on my own, which I appreciate now because I can do everything for myself, from making covers to editing to uploading my own books. I have the knowledge to do everything. So it worked out, but initially that was something that was very scary for me. So you have, and you have you heard of the um, author Frances Ray? Now she was she was a romance novel, a romance author, and she was from Corsicana, and um, she had a big following. Now she passed away a few years ago, and um, do you consider yourself being the next Frances Ray of our community of Corsicana? I am scared to say that. I do know who she is. I uh, I used to love to go to the library. Um, I still do, but even when I lived in Corsica County, I would always go to the library to get books. So, I, yes, I know who she is. I've read her books. Um, and she was more of strictly romance, I think. I do um, I do other uh, genres other than romance, but um, I won't say I'm the next Frances Gray, though. <laughs> I mean, Frances Gray, I won't say. So, could you say Frances Gray of your generation? Because... I mean, with us both being from Corsicana and being authors, I can say yes, that's that similarity. But yeah, I've I've read her books and I do I respect her so much. These, yeah, good. So because she's very she's well known. She she's well known. I, yeah, I know. And so you know, I guess the more that you um, put out books and you know you get the you know the the audience and then your name gets right. out there. You know that 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 you have the potential to be the next Frances Ray. So yeah. um, you know. I, I mean, I guess you can say you're working towards that 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 status, you know. So, how have you been doing? How have you been doing during this COVID nineteen pandemic? I mean, I know, like you're saying, that it, it, it's your your novels aren't, aren't aren't coming to you right now because of because of the COVID nineteen crisis. So, how have you been doing? Are you and your family are you staying safe? I mean, what what challenges have you have you, have you met any challenges or anything like that? Yes, we've been staying safe. We've been quarantined and staying in the house, even though it's semi been lifted. We're still staying in the house because it's just not worth it to to risk trying to go out. For for us, it's not it's not worth it. Um, the biggest effect that I have seen just within my immediate family has been me uploading my book and it not being able to come out because typically I'll upload a book and within twelve hours it's available on Amazon. But mm-hmm. at this point, it's been three days, and it still is not available because they're so short-handed. Um, but as far as everything else, I, I edit books as well, so I've been able to still work because everything that I do for work is from home. So I've I still been able to work, and I'm able to be home with my daughter. So it's been, wow. I mean, it's, it's a scary situation not being able to go outside, but I'm okay with it because I, so, I would rather be safe. So is there anything, any, um, I guess, any advice you can op- you can offer to anybody that any young person that, that is wanting to consider to be that's, that's considered being an author is there any advice you can give to them because you're considered a real model a role model and um, younger young ladies or you know whoever they're, they're going to be looking up to you so what kind of advice can you give to those that are that are, are designed to be an author I would say read books definitely because sometimes people will say they want to be an author or that they are an author but they don't read and you have to to read books so that you because a lot of people ask me how how did you learn the format of books and it was nothing that was ever taught to me but because I'm an avid reader I it was secondhand nature like I just knew either it has to be a chapter there has to be the plot the climax like I knew all of those things from reading 
Um, so I would definitely say be an avid reader in any genre. Like, there's no particular thing that you have to read. And I won't even say that if you want to write in a particular genre, you have to read that genre. You should be knowledgeable of it, but you don't have to be an avid reader of that genre. But uh, definitely read. And uh, have an a, a independence about yourself because there's a lot that you will have to do for yourself and learn for yourself. And if you are a person that is very dependent on other people, it'll be difficult for you. So just try to be independent and know that um, your dream is not everybody else's dream. So you may think, okay, I'm going to be an author and everybody's going to support me and it's going to be great and it may not be that. So know that, be an avid reader, and I think you'll be successful. So is it expensive to be an author? I mean, is there, is, you have to, is, there, is there a big investment to, to, to publish, a, to get a publisher? I mean, how, how where's the, the financial piece on that? How, 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 what can you recommend as far as that, that part? It depends on how you do it. A lot of people inbox me actually and ask me, you know, the process, and it just depends on you and what you want to do. So if you want to self-publish your book, then that means you're going to take on the financial responsibility for everything involved. So you would write the book, you need to get it edited, you need to get it formatted, uh, page design, cover, and all of these things. Um, and it, it can be expensive. Um, an editor, it, 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 it actually depends as well. Um, there may be some editors that may be like a $3 a page, or you may find somebody who goes by the uh, like a page count or something like that. Um, or word count or, or things like that. And so that's going to depend on who you find. But it can be as cheap as three fifty, or it can be as expensive as $3 a page. So if you have 300 pages, then it's going to be like $900. Um, and then cover design, there's different uh, ways with that as well. Um, cover designs can run. I think some people do covers for $50, and then there's some that do them for four fifty. So it just if you would have to do research, and you have to know what it is that you want, because it, it can be expensive. But you can also learn how to do certain things for yourself, like formatting your book, uh, doing your page um, design. You can learn how to do those things yourself, and that would cut costs. So, so, so go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, that's self-publishing. But then you can also go the traditional publishing route. It's a lot harder to get an agent and to get with a, a traditional publisher. Um, but if you do that, then you don't have to pay the upfront fees but you would get paid royalties. And so sometimes it can take, it, it really depends with royalties. You may not get paid for six months. You may have wrote, written the book, it's come out, but you, didn't, but you don't get paid for six months. And you only get paid you know, based on if the book sells and how much the book sells once your publisher takes their cut. Mm, so is that, is, that, is that the route you've taken? You have a publisher? No, I self-publish. You self-publish, okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So um, what about, you know, to a young person, because you know we 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 want to encourage our kids to read. You know that that's a big thing with our young people is reading, and so like you said, you read a lot growing up. You know, and so so just stress to the listen audience, our young people, how important it is to read. It's very important to read. It, it you learn so much. You get to experience uh, different places, different types of people, different types of situations. So being able to read and experience those things allows you to be smarter, um, knowledgeable in certain areas. And then you can read anything that you want to read. So let's say you like to sew. You can find a book on sewing and learn more about sewing. If you like, um, I recently edited a book for a man. He's a therapist, um, and he works with people who are have who suffer from addiction. 
because he used to be addicted to drugs as well. And so he, he wrote a book about his story uh, of recovery and becoming a therapist. So you can find whatever type of book you want to read. It doesn't have to be. Because I think that when people think about reading, they think boring. They think a long book. They, and it doesn't have to be that. You can read something that's short. You can read, um, you can read like a biography and learn something about somebody that you really like. But reading is very important because it just it teaches you so many different things. It allows you to, to go places that you may not physically be able to go at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it allows you to have knowledge about those places through reading books. So I think it's very important. All right. How did your, how did your family feel about you being uh, an author and the type of books you're putting out? They loved it. <laughs> my family <laughs> loved it. Um, I don't like for like my grandma, I told you they love to read. So they always want to read my books. I don't necessarily want them to read my books, <laughs> but they're still very uh, proud that I just would rather they not. <laughs> So, uh, what kind of so what kind of audience do you have? Are you have young, old? You know, what kind of audience are, are, do, are, do you have? It's you really have a mixture. It's it's really a mixture. Um, people, and then like I told you, I write in different genres. So some people that may read my romance books may not like the crime books. You know, so it's oh, okay. Um, so it's different ages, and it's kind of different people depending on what book I put out. Okay, so how can the audience, where can the audience go and purchase your books? Well, my books are available on Amazon. You can look up Natalie Sade, and you'll find them there. You can also visit my website, which is October15thPublishing.com, and all of my books are there as well. Okay, so is there anything else you want to say? I mean, do, you, uh, do you think that, um, you know, do you see it, where do you see yourself in the next five years? I mean, just, let's, just, let's put that out there. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? I want to, in the next five years, I plan to edit more. Um, I really love editing. I really love helping authors' stories come um, come into play and helping them to develop their characters and their plot. So I want to have a steady stream of um, clients that I edit for. And I just want to continue to write books. Writing books is my passion, so it's hard for me to um, kind of do it for the, for the money because I don't always want to write. I don't always have the passion to write for what will make the most money. I like to just tell the story that comes to my mind and comes to my heart and tell it in the way that I want to tell it and not try to tell it in the way that um, others may want to hear it or that may yeah. make it fail more. So mm-hmm. books are kind of my, just my love and I want to be able to put out whatever kind of books I want to put out and then the money comes from me editing and helping other authors. So can the, can the audience, can they, I mean, is anybody locally, can they find your books in our local library? Some of them are in our local library. I do want to make sure that I get the rest of them um, in there, but I haven't done that. But some of them are. I, I think about six or seven of my books are in the local library. Okay, so so audience, if you're in Corsica, Canada, there are some of her books in the local library. So once the library reopens, and I'm not sure exactly when they're going to open, but you can find her books in the local in our local Corsicana library. So, um, I, uh, Natalie, I give um, my guests an opportunity to uh, give a shout out to anybody out in the listening audience, and so I'm going to give you an opportunity to shout out before we close out on tonight. I want to shout out all of Corsicana, my family, my mama. <laughs> thank y'all for listening. <laughs> well, I want to. I just want to say thank you so much for being um, accepting the invitation of being on Canada Girls Speaks podcast. I'm, I'm I'm very excited about uh, excited about you know your you know you being an author and you being from Corsicana. I mean, I looked at I look forward to seeing you know where this takes you because I do believe you're going to be. Eventually, one of those top, you know, authors that people are going to see you on the best-selling list. 
you know, so uh, just know, you know, just keep writing and keep doing what you're doing because um, um, you, you're, you're a role model for, especially for, our, for Corsicana, you know, and I look forward to, you know, young people looking up to you. So just keep doing what you're doing. And like I said, thank, thank you, you so God. much for being on Canada Speaks Podcast. And so I, I, I want to close that. Before I close that, I want to just tell um, the community, those out in the listening audience, just continue to stay strong. Um, they're going to continue to get through this um, pandemic. Um, I know they're, they're slowly opening up other type of um, businesses. I mean, I know this coming week in, our barbers and, our barbers and beauticians will be opening their shops. And so it just, I just encourage everybody to still stay safe, you know, practice social distancing, wash your hands, wear your mask when you're, you know, going out and, you know, take care of your elders because they are the, they are the number one people that are getting, you know, getting the disease. And so just stay safe. And so with that being said, I want to thank everybody for listening to the Canada Girl Speaks podcast and everybody have a good night. Thank you. Can a Girl Speaks podcast is recorded at Shred Shed Studio. Shred Shed Studio, where you get big city production at small town prices. Recording, mixing, mastering, guitar instruction, production, and songwriting. Find out more at shredshedstudio.com or email your inquiries to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at shredshedstudio.com the premier music studio in Corsicana, Texas.